The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. We are going higher indeed, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with (laughs) Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are broadcasting live here from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. It's Wellness Wednesday, you guys. (laughs) It is Wellness Wednesday. It's Wellness Wednesday. I am so sorry. Yeah, I'm going to beat you. Well, hang on here. It's okay. It's okay. It's Wellness Wednesday. We'll just play that in the background. All right. We'll just play it in the background. There you go. Okay. It's Wellness Wednesday. Brought to you by Cardio Miracle. There you go. For your heart, for your health. For your health. Visit them online (laughs) at cardiomiracle.com. And now, the beef. Oh my gosh, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. We're doing it again here. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early broadcasting live here from Big D. That's Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Hut, hut. It's Wellness Wednesday. I got my cardio miracle in my ice shaker. (laughs) (laughs) I do that every day. I know. All right. Who, 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 did, who uh, wrote this groovy vibe for us anyway? I can't remember. Jerry. That's was that Jerry? Or was it somebody else? Yes. Yeah. It was Jerry. you? Yes. All right, Jerry. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start this Wellness Wednesday. Let's get it started here. I've got a great lineup today. We've got a great show. At the half, we've got Rudy Karimi. Rudy Karimi. Yes. <laughs> He's dreamy, Rudy Kamiri. Karimi. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the city parks here in Dallas and overall health and wellness programs for all ages. But first up, we have a guy that I just love, this guy. His name is Ricky Kaniki, and he is a fifth-generation Ecuadorian farmer, perf- uh, former professional tennis player, and the founder of Makuna choo-choo superfood proteins while living in Santa Barbara. Ricky faced health and digestion issues that sent him on a new path to find a better form of plant-based nutrition. This journey led him back home to Ecuador and to uh, choo-choo cho-cho. Choo-choo cho-cho. Was that which white way is the correct way, Ricky? A choo-choo or a (laughs) cho-cho? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I just just landed in Texas a few minutes ago, so I'm so happy to be here. You oh are. my gosh! You're in Texas. In are you yes, in Dallas? I just landed in. I am. I, oh. I landed in Austin, and uh, real excited to be here. Where um, Mikuna is attending the Whole Planet Foundation event uh, hosted by Whole Foods this afternoon. And oh, how uh, fun! I love Texas, so I I I love like the warm weather here and 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 the city. It's, Beautiful. Well, Texas, so happy to be here. Oh, good. Um, well, Texas loves you too. And I was going to say, if you were in Dallas, meet meet us at the Grapevine a little later. The new Grapevine Bar reopened across from the new Parkland. It used to be uh, across from the old Parkland, and they did a fantastic job. Um, it's in my family. Uh, the Grapevine Bar. It's one of the coolest bars here in Dallas. Anyway, uh, I was going to say, if you were in Dallas, uh, you could meet us there. That's like an old term. Meet me at the Grapevine. From back in the 90s. I, uh, I am taking notes. I'm taking notes. Thank oh you so gosh. much for having me here this morning. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you're uh, speaking of, uh, you know, Whole Foods, that's where I first found your protein on an end cap. And I was just kind of I was intrigued by it because this story is so interesting. And so, um, you know, I'm going to let you tell it here in a second, though. But your mission is to build a plant based regenerative brand that will transform how we think about food. And who doesn't love that? Uh, their website is makunafoods.com. That's M-I-K-U-N-A, makunafoods.com or on Instagram at makunafoods. And I've got makuna in my belly right now because I put it in my um, Bernie bars that I made a couple of days ago. I made pumpkin Bernie bars and I keep throwing that in uh, as my protein powder because you can use it as a flour replacement as well. But we're going to get to all that. I'm getting way ahead of myself here. And, and, w- and we never found out. Is it, how do you pronounce Cho? Oh, is, is it, it Choo Choo or Cho Cho? Well, it's pronounced Cho Cho. Cho Cho. C-H-O-C-H-O. And the reason why we decided to use that name is because indigenous people of Ecuador and northern Peru use that name to identify this lupin. It's a, a Chocho comes from the lupin family. It's a lupin that is endemic only to the Andes Mountains. So it only grows in the Andes at high altitude. So um, that's why we decided to use the word Chocho rather than lupin because Chocho contains uh, an additional 30% more protein than your standard lupin that you grow in Australia and Europe. It's the highest source of plant protein. So it definitely has like very unique nutritional attributes that we wanted to make sure they're differentiated in the market. So it's called Chocho, and the best way I can describe this to the audience, Chocho is the new quinoa. Ah, okay. I like that. I can see a dance, the Chocho, being made up here. (laughs) Some sort of, you know, like the cha-cha, except the (laughs) Chocho. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, Ricky, what was it like growing up as a fifth-generation farmer in Ecuador? What what does that look like? Well, I I didn't grow up thinking that. So I just uh, grew up going to my family farm every weekend, um, spending a lot of time there, sometimes all summers there. And uh, it's it's just something that became innate. Uh, uh, All my family, like my my mother, my aunt, my uncle, they all have farms like adjacent properties to each other and and mostly doing um, plantations of bananas, mangoes, and cacao. Oh, wow. So so it was like very, very innate. I I just grew up with it. Didn't, you know, kind of like took it as an everyday thing, but... As I grew up older, I, I started to understand how special that was and how special that is comes from like an education standpoint, from understanding how food works, how food is grown, uh, what farmers need, seeing like, you know, um, on a firsthand basis, how farmers operate, indigenous people operate, mm-hmm. uh, how poor communities operate, uh, mostly work the field. So that was really, really special and eventually gave me like a huge education towards like the launch of Lacuna. Um, as I start to dig into my family history, my family are one of the first families to export cacao to the world uh, back in the 1800s. So having that heritage and seeing wow. multiple generations of my family uh, having done this, I, I definitely looked up to all of them. I thought that uh, they crossed like huge barriers of entry. I mean, Ecuador... Uh, is a dense jungle. There's bugs. There's plagues. There's crazy rain, crazy weather. Snakes. And I feel like uh, <laughs> seeing them overcome all this to bring a special crop, which is cacao, which is uh-huh. what chocolate's made from. 
yeah. uh, to the world. I think that that was very inspiring growing up and like understanding that history. And when I guess like when I, I became old enough, I, I just wanted to do something very similar. And I was always actively looking to do something with agriculture and connecting Ecuador to the U.S. And uh, that's when Churchill uh, came to be. I, I think that mm-hmm. it was a no-brainer when, once I understood the nutritional properties and that it had never done before. So I wanted to be the first person to bring Chocho at a, at a global scale. Wow. What an interesting story. That is so cool. Uh, do you know who, like, your great-grandparents sold the cacao to? Did they sell to, like, Hershey's and big companies like that? I'm not sure. I think that at the time they were doing like um, uh, boat uh, boats at the port of Guayaquil, and those would go to the East Coast. I think a lot of them went to New York and then uh, eventually Paris, where uh, the chocolatier industry began in the oh, wow. 1900s. So uh, I don't know what companies were, and then cacao is like a marketplace, kind of like a you know, the oil marketplace is like a price uh-huh. set up in the market. There's a price set up in the market. Uh, and I think that they were going a lot by that and, and just based on demand mm-hmm. and, and working with importers of records. Yeah. I, I love reading books about the Industrial Revolution. You know, all the companies, big companies like that, that started, you know, in the 1800s. But, you know, how did you, how did you go from farming to playing professional tennis? Because you played professional tennis, right? How many years did you play? And uh, what led you to it, and uh, and wh- why did you retire from tennis? It's a good question. I um, I started playing very young, so I always loved sports. I I guess like I grew up on a farm, always wanted to do sports. I, I don't know why, just uh, within me. I, I remember uh, going to uh, Davis Cup, which is like a basically like a world format tournament where every country plays each other. So Great Britain had come to Ecuador. And uh, I got the opportunity to see that very up close and, and seeing tennis players, how they moved, how athletic they were, like how interesting the game was. I, from a very early age, I was so interested and captivated by the sport. Um, I decided to <laughs> practice very informally. Uh-huh. I, uh, I, I broke my arm when I was uh, 10 years old. Oh. And doctors told me that I would never be able to play tennis. And I actually used that as a, a fuel or motivation. I actually rebelled against that. I used tennis as my rehabilitation of, mm-hmm. of my right arm, my right el- elbow. And um, I decided to, you know, take it seriously, take it like uh, I wanted to do it as a career. I, I, I started training uh, very hard, like uh, a few hours every day after school. And that led me to play competitively in the tournament in Ecuador. I, when the, uh, imp- I started improving in the rankings, and as I got imp- better and better, I came to the U.S. to train in Florida, which is definitely like a mecca of tennis here. It's like where the product, like the best tennis in the nation, happens, and and um, I just started to get better. Eventually, uh, got a, a high ranking in the country, a top ten wow. for a few years, wow. and uh, represented Ecuador. Uh, in in uh, junior tournaments, and I started getting better. And eventually, when I reached 17 years old, I um, played my first pro tournament. It was a challenger qualifying series. So for the audience who might not know anything about tennis, you play like the very amateur tournaments, which are futures and satellites, and then challengers, kind of like the in-between level between uh-huh. the what you see like on television, which are the ATP 
200s and 500s and then like uh, the amateur. So I got the chance to to start playing challengers at 16, 17 years old. Um, I I retired to come to college here to America. I I, I got the opportunity to, to get a scholarship and uh, come to California. I, I, I feel lucky that I had that, and I wanted to make the most out of it. It was always my dream to come to America uh, at some point. <laughs> I, felt like I, I, I felt like that's why I played tennis. Oh, yeah. So when that, when that dream got realized, I just uh, came here and attended uh, UC Santa Barbara. And what a, oh wow, that's a great school. And what a great story. I mean, and now your your stuff is, you know, in Whole Foods. Everybody wants to be, wants their wants their uh, products in Whole Foods, right? That's like it's like getting the award or something, like getting an Oscar if you can get your products on the shelves of Whole Foods. But uh, it's like getting the gold medal. But uh, you know, how did you break your arm? I'm just curious. What did you do? Were you climbing a tree? I fell off a horse. Oh, oh, ouch. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're lucky it wasn't worse. Oh, my I gosh. Yeah. 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 I think well, like here people in Texas might give me a hard time because uh, I think that the saddle wasn't tied properly. And I was I was young, so I uh, didn't check the saddle and, and uh, rolled over it like in a hail. So, wow. Uh, well, I, I, I have a, a strong admiration for good cowboys. So that, yeah. they seem like they know what they're doing. And I <laughs> I, trust me, I never fell off a horse again after that. <laughs> Do you still ride? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Uh, sometimes when, uh, so, so, you know, I am the CEO founder of Mikuna, and Mikuna provides this protein from this crop called Chocho. Uh, Chocho is only grown at high altitudes and sometimes in very remote locations. So when I have the opportunity, I ride to uh, some of the fields to check on the communities. At, yeah. Uh, uh, check on on the farmers that are uh, getting the crop and uh, harvesting and and planting the crop. So yeah, of course, I feel right. Yeah, well, yeah, and you're that you're that guy that's going to get back up on the horse, right? <laughs> you're getting back up on the horse. That's why you're so successful. But we have to go to break. We'll be right back. More coming up with uh, Ricky Akaniki. Did I say it right? Echanike. Oh, for, okay. I'll have to practice during yeah, the break. No worries. No worries. <laughs> and I asked somebody that spoke Spanish how to pronounce it. That's what they told me. So, all right. Well, we'll be back. We'll be right back. Stay tuned, everyone. It is Wellness Wednesday brought to you by Cardio Miracle. And we will be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, barricade. <laughs> We've all heard the mantra that vaccines are safe and effective, but is it really true? Turtles All the Way Down, Vaccine Science and Myth is an in-depth review and analysis of the science on vaccine safety. By the time you finish reading, not only will you see the answer clearly for yourself, you will also have the scientific references and quotes at your disposal that prove it. More than 1,200 of them. From mainstream scientific papers and textbooks to official government publications and vaccine manufacturers' documents. Whether you are new to the vaccine debate or a veteran seeking a deeper grasp of the science, Turtles All the Way Down Vaccine Science and Myth is a must-read. Now available on Amazon. For more than a decade and a half, John Hewlett has been on a journey to share the miracle of nitric oxide, bioavailable vitamin D3, and other essential vitamins and nutrients with the world. 
His focused research and study during those years inspired him to create Cardio Miracle, formulated with over 50 of the finest ingredients working in synergy to support optimal sustained levels of nitric oxide. Visit CardioMiracle.com to read John's amazing story and learn about the health benefits of nitric oxide. That's CardioMiracle.com. For your heart, for your health. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. Loving the music. <laughs> Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Via Shetty with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Ricky Nike, And he is the CEO and founder of, of Makuna Plant Based Proteins. We're broadcasting live here from Dallas, Texas, on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC. News talk. Okay, so Ricky, uh, you retired from tennis, and then you and then you you went back to Ecuador and farming. And so, um, what led you to make that decision? Was there some turning point where you just really wanted to uh, help uh, the people back home and uh, the earth at the same time with the regenerative farming, uh, you know, aspect of your of your product? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was like several inspiration sources for starting the business. I think like we're and America, the greatest economy in the world, uh, best marketplace. I think that like brands can become global here, and and definitely like a dream in that sense. Also, uh, my my mom had worked many years as the president of the Red Cross in Ecuador, uh, uh-huh. helping indigenous communities, visiting very rural communities. And what her dream was at some point was to establish a kind of like a Ecuadorian Whole Foods only mm-hmm. sourced by indigenous communities because like this these people they live in very remote areas where mm-hmm. there's not a lot of roads or transportation or the ability to subsist so like they live on, on a day-to-day basis and they they actually plant some of the best and most nutrient-dense foods in the world mm-hmm. so she saw an opportunity of bringing all these people together into a marketplace and she she could not fulfill her dream but i took that as a strong inspiration and idea when I ran into Mikuna as part of like a healing journey where I had um, chronic fatigue syndrome. I had been very stressed to, for several reasons in my life, and I, I became very sick. So I started to look into plants. I started to look into Amazonian medicine, indigenous food medicine, and I came into Chocho and trying Chocho for the first time. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, basically looking at everything backwards just like where i grew up my dream of becoming making a brand in america seeing my mom's work for several years and seeing the opportunity i knew immediately that that was like the mm-hmm. whole reason and inspiration for mikuna mm-hmm. Ch- uh, chocho to me seems like it would be a food that like a blue zone food you know uh it, that just, you know, isn't to the indigenous people. And, it, and and now, I don't know, I just feel like I've watched the Blue Zones before, and they have certain foods in certain parts of the world that are just so rich in nutrients and, and natural, you know, to that area where they're grown. And, uh, and so, yeah, is it considered like a, a Blue Zone food because it is so nutritious, Chocho? I, I, I think Blue Zones are more related to what's like specific communities around the world. There is a community in Ecuador that has like, extreme longevity it's called vilcabamba in the southern portion of the andes uh-huh. but uh, ecuador is not categorized as a blue zone okay what i do think is that uh, chocho as a food 
like there's nothing like it. It it, it contains fifty to sixty percent of it, of it, of its weight in protein. Uh-huh. So what That's... makes kochu different than pea protein or hemp protein or soy is that you don't need to isolate it, chemically process it, or extract it. Meaning, what you have in the Mikuna product is just pure ground up chocho beans. Mm-hmm. So what makes chocho special is that you're getting all the benefits about from the protein being a complete, the only complete, one of the few or mm-hmm. the only complete plant protein, and having vitamins, minerals, fiber, and no other protein has in that because their isolates are concentrated. Mm-hmm. Was Choo Choo available in the U.S. before Makuna, before you developed the brand and started distributing it? I don't think that uh, the protein was available. I think that maybe the, sna- the snacking beans and then the seeds were available, like at a very boutique marketplace. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, Mikuna is the first company to do this at scale and bring it to the first time on a nationwide uh, level. Wow, wow! You know, um, how would you compare plant proteins versus animal-based uh, plant proteins based on your experience and the, you know, uh, the health issues that you had and recovering from them? Are there any? Uh, are there pros and cons of each? Do you think? Well, like, I think some plant proteins have lectins; they make you really bloated. Uh, some are incomplete don't. protein, yeah, so you have to. So you have to go ahead. Go ahead no, sorry. you go ahead. I was just going to say, Chocho does not have uh, uh, the the lectins in it. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, correct? That's what another correct. So, so yeah. What I was going to say is, so there's like some plants like that are incomplete plant proteins. They make you bloated, and they don't have a lot of nutrients around them. So what makes Chocho very, very different. It's, it's a complete protein. It has nutrients. It's not an isolated concentrate. And it doesn't make you bloated because with the processing that we do, it removes the anti-nutrients, the lactin, the tannin, mm-hmm. the oxalate, the phytic acid. It's pH neutral. So all those things are incredibly great for the protein. So when comparing it to an animal protein, like you're going to get like still a complete protein, the animal proteins are still isolates or concentrates, so they have to be chemically processed or extracted. And you don't know what's going into that animal. Remember that the animal is the middleman of the nutrients. So, mm-hmm. like, we feed soy, pea, uh, even some animals in Ecuador eat chocho, right? So, like, you're translating the protein from the origin source, which is the plant, into the animal. So, so what Mikuna does it doesn't kill the mill when it actually saves it, but it, it, it has the ability to have the same qualities, high qualities, with having full transparency in what the source and the quality of the protein is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, I, I'm looking at the clock. I, I don't want to run out of time before we talk about regenerative agriculture and how it works. Can you explain it? And why is it a better alternative to conventional industrial growing methods? Well, Industrial uh, or conventional agriculture is done on a mass scale. And sometimes, like, you know, profits, there's, uh, you know, uh, chemical companies wanting to put or have their input products. So th- there's a lot of non even if it's organic, some there, there is some input to those practices. So what Regenerative does, it brings a new perspective into farming. So what we do is we... Like we get our chocho from indigenous communities in Ecuador, very remote locations, no pesticides or inputs into the soil. Wow. And chocho itself, it's a regenerative crop. What does that mean? It fixes nitrogen into the soil, which leaves the soil more fertile. There's a 188% improvement on the next crop on the rotation. 
and um, as well, it doesn't require any water. So like like you have water-intensive agriculture. Chocho actually thrives on drought. So that makes chocho a very unique alternative to the proteins that are putting mm-hmm. some strain into either the Amazon or fisheries or just here in America, like in the middle of America, there's a lot going on with uh, uh, industrial farming and, and regenerative agriculture is a solution for many of the problems that we have. Mm-hmm. I would think that chocho uh, protein would be really good for children, especially as when they're, they're growing with all the nutrients. You know, it's very nutrient complete, as you were saying. Absolutely. Uh, our COO's daughter eats chocho snow tomorrow. And uh, she loves it. She, she, we have like this uh, actually secret product that we're coming up with that you might see in the Whole Foods shelves in next year. But uh, we are definitely like very excited that she eats it. On a, I wouldn't say every day. I know I don't monitor her, but like very consistently, she's uh-huh. always asking me more. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think Whole Food. it's been consumed for hundreds of years. Uh, especially around indigenous communities in Ecuador, and, and I can much more for this food and and what it does and how good it makes you feel. Let me ask you this, you know, because one of the things I really like about it um, that really intrigued me when I was reading the packaging, when I found it on the end cap that day at Whole Foods, is that you can use it as a flour replacement. Um, And I always like to up the protein and things because I'm plant-based too. I don't eat animal protein. Once in a while, I'll have uh, a piece of fish or something, but I'm mostly plant-based and have been for many years. But I love the fact that I could like add it to uh, my Bernie bars or a recipe like brownies or whatever. How did you guys discover that? You know that you could use it as a flour replacement. Well, the the, the taste texture of church is very mild, so compared to other plant proteins, does it not doesn't have like that smelly planty taste, right? Uh-huh. So like, it's more like a, a mild, subtle nutty taste, more like even more mild like an almond flour. Okay, so when we discovered this, like uh, we have one of our ambassadors, uh, Mick Fanning, who is a three-time world serving champion. He says like, "Hey, Mick." This works amazing in pancakes. We used to do like a pancake, ah. and we started like, like we've always been exper- experimenting with like several recipes. But right uh-huh. now, we're taking seriously like our R and D process and with more products that are plant based. What makes Chocho unique in the plant based world is also paleo friendly, meaning it doesn't have any lectins and anti nutrients. So the abilities for our pipeline of products are endless. So we're, we can do anything from baking applications, uh, pancakes, snacks. Uh, you can even have high protein with without the consequences of the, the, the usual suspect in the base protein world. Yeah, it's a it's a great story. I appreciate you jumping on the air with us today. Uh, it's been great speaking with you, and uh, thank you for bringing it to the market. Uh, it's a nice option for uh, a lot of people. You know, they're really looking to uh, up their their protein, and with really really good protein that's uh, also uh, regenerative friendly, right? Re- regenerative farming and and organic and all of that. But uh, it's been great talking to you. It really has. Thank you so much, Ricky, for jumping on the air with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of the uh, Bernie uh, trick, uh, treats that I saw on the other day posted on Instagram. So, so Bernie, bars. I, Bernie bars. Yeah. And, I, and, uh, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I was laughing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I really appreciate the support and, and sharing this amazing crop with the world. And I, I, I think the consumer is going to be really, really stoked that, that uh, when they try it and, and get to experiment with it.
Yeah. So thanks no. for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I put it in my dog biscuits, too, and the dogs loved them. I made some pumpkin dog biscuits, and I threw a cup in there, too. And, yeah, so, again, thank you so much, Ricky. Have a great rest of your week, and uh, and take care. Okay? And in Austin. You, you <laughs> yeah. Thank you oh, so yeah. much. <laughs> you're soon. welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everyone. We are continuing on here. We're going to be uh, we've got Rudy Karimi coming up. We're going to be talking about uh, health and wellness programs for all ages at the Dallas City Parks. You can't even believe what they offer. And I have a personal story too. how I got in some of the best shape of my life at XL Park back in about 10 years ago. So stay tuned. You are listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio brought to you by Cardio Miracle. Magnesium supports the health of nearly every system in the human body, yet it can be difficult to maintain healthy levels through diet or supplements. The ideal way to restore and maintain healthy magnesium levels is through your body's largest, most efficient organ of absorption, your skin. Be sure that your body is getting the magnesium it needs with Ancient Minerals, the number one recommended topical magnesium among health practitioners worldwide. Their lotions, highly concentrated magnesium oils, bath salts, and gels make it easy to get the daily magnesium you need to thrive. And the best part? Ancient Minerals is part of Enviromedica, a name synonymous with quality and integrity. Learn more about magnesium and ancient minerals at Enviromedica.com. Wellbeing Journal is a remarkable bi-monthly health publication esteemed by intelligent readers worldwide. It's available in print or digital, single issues or subscription. Its focus is on living a happy, healthy life and preventing or healing illnesses naturally. Preventing or healing cancer, arthritis, cardiovascular conditions, and digestive issues, as well as nutritional solutions for optimal health are regular subjects. Learn more at wellbeingjournal.com. In the fight against corruption, together we are stronger. Join me at the Children's Health Defense Second Annual Conference, Rise and Resist, in Savannah, Georgia, November 3rd through the 5th, and learn how to confront corruption in big pharma, big government, big tech, big food, and all the regulatory bodies who are influenced by big corporate interests. At Rise and Resist, you'll hear from the most influential health freedom activists in the world, including Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Children's Health Defense Chairman on Leave. Join the fight and remember, people over profits, truth over lies, courage over fear. Go to childrenshealthdefense.org to get your ticket. The Children's Health Defense Second Annual Conference, November 3rd through the 5th in Savannah, Georgia. I'll see you there. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive, One Life Radio is back. hip-hop here today at One Life Radio. Welcome back. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and we've got Rudy Karimi with us. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Uh, Rudy is a City of Dallas Park Board representative for District 14. Uh, Their mission is to champion lifelong recreation and serve as responsible stewards of the city parks, trails, and open space 
places. You can find Rudy uh, Karimi at DallasParks.org. That's DallasParks.org or on Facebook at DallasParksD14. Rudy, I feel like I know you. Welcome to One Life Radio. Well, thank you, Bernadette. It's it's a wonderful afternoon here in Dallas and uh, happy to be here. And by the way, great Great walkout song for me. It's a tribute to my favorite genre of music, so uh, hats All off right. to your team for that. Well, yeah, you can thank Jerry for that. We always like our guests uh, to feel comfortable, so typically we'll ask them what their favorite music is. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, they probably listen regularly, but we do. We, we, we want It's just like coming to our house for dinner. We want the food to be good. We want the music <laughs> to be nice. We want the conversation to be lovely, you know. So, but, uh, but I really thank you, Rudy, for joining us on One Life Radio today. But what drew you to become an advocate for our city parks? Oh, gosh, um, a lot, a lot. Let me just quickly introduce myself. So Rudy Karimi is my name. I am the park board member for Dallas City Council District 14. You might be wondering where the heck is that. It's basically East Dallas, Old East Dallas, parts of Lakewood, the M Streets, Lower Greenville, Uptown, Downtown, Turtle Creek, Oakland. I probably missed a neighborhood. but That's my hood. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's the best part. Love best me some East Dallas. <laughs> right on, brother. Very good. <laughs> so, so Bernadette, going back to your question, what, what drew me into this madness? Um, a lot, actually. Uh, several years ago, excuse me, several years ago, there was um, there was a real need for my community in East Dallas to come together and uh, defend one of our oldest parks. It used to be called Randall Park, and then it became Willis Winters Park. Uh, some folks wanted to convert uh, kind of this overused, misused soccer field into a high school football stadium with 3,500 to 5,000 seats. The community led by myself and others, you know, we rose to the occasion and basically said no. Uh, we later awesome. uh, helped raise a uh, quarter million dollars, 250,000 big ones wow. of private and public funds to completely replace that soccer field with a new soccer field and then help put mechanisms in place with the department to help ensure that field would not be mistreated. It would be used properly so it looks better and performs better for all of our citizens. Oh, and nice. uh it, that that was where the love story, the love affair started. Uh, that really activated my love for parks and public spaces. Mm -hmm. And uh, so much so that here I am as your park board member uh, since 2021. And I got at least two more years left in me. Ah, I love it. You know, I'm thinking of uh, Parks and Rec. You know, my daughter and I, and I used to watch daughters, and they used to call me Leslie Nopes. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. daughters used to say, oh, my gosh, mm. you're so much like Leslie. Mm. <laughs> so we have a lot of those characters at the park board and the park department, oh. but we are a big city here in the city of Dallas. You are, and I know that uh, Marie is a, you, don't you? Now, uh, uh well, I'm on a friends group, so a lot oh, of the okay. parks are going to have uh, friends groups that support the city uh, through volunteerism, like cleanup days or uh, uh, fundraising, things like that. We yeah. advocate for the parks. And you're friends of Excel Park. Yes. Yeah. And I love Excel Park. It's such a great park. It's over. And, and I uh, always, when I, when I first moved to Dallas, I ended up on the east side of town, too. I've always been an east side girl uh, here in Dallas. And there's so east many cool side. neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> East Side Girl. And I actually worked out at XL Park with Forrest for uh, for several years. And oh my gosh, Rudy, he got me in such good shape. He was an incredibly intelligent trainer and knew the body, the human body so well. And I have to tell you, people used to stop me and go, oh my God, look at your arms. And it was because of Forrest. He was my personal trainer. And I think I forget how much it was to join. It was like, uh, it was, it was. It's it, like $12. Yeah, 12, what, $12 a month or something like that. It was ridiculous. It was such a good value. And so many good people work for the Dallas Park. Um, and so, yeah. 
just wanted to share that personal story <laughs> with XL Park. Well, well but, let, let me let me back up a little. You know, Marie is totally underplaying her role with the Friends of XL Park. I mean, she's okay. not only their fearless leader, but you know, th- this friends group, the, the the one that she runs at XL Park, is the the hardest working. I mean, the, the, the hard charging group of advocates. Whenever they do their volunteer events, they they bring out a whole army of folks. It's, it's not normal. It's not normal to walk out and see 40 or 50 people. She's not normal. not normal. You're right. <laughs> That's why we love her. <laughs> I don't know what the secret is. they got a tight-knit community. They bring out food. I don't know what it is. Snacks. they got t-shirts, t-shirts it's and snacks. snacks. It's, it's really a best practice, and they raise the bar for all of our friends, group across, friends groups oh. across town. I love it. Well, you know, um, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about how, and I appreciate you uh, giving Marie the uh, the kudos and respect that she deserves. She does work really hard, and I know that uh, just working with her on One Life Radio and Jerry, too. You know, we're a great team. But when we come back, we're going to talk about how the Dallas Parks and the program support health and wellness in the communities they serve because that's what Wellness Wednesday, brought to you by Cardio Miracle, is all about. We'll be right back. Stay tuned, everyone. I might even do some push-ups or something during the break. (laughs) I'm so excited. We'll be right back. You are listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. The ecosystems of the body and the earth are inseparable. Gut health is the foundation of all health. And just as biodiversity is integral to the health of the Earth's ecosystems, microbial diversity and balance are key to the health of your gut microbiome. I have been taking Enviromedica probiotics for over six years now, and I encourage you to try them as well. Rewild your gut with spore-based probiotics and wild-harvested prebiotics. Visit Enviromedica.com and check out all of their excellent products. Get reconnected to the Earth with Enviromedica. That's Enviromedica.com. Protecting your health can get pretty complicated these days. And if you're like me, you have a counter full of supplements and it can be exhausting. I think most of us like to keep things simple. I know I do. That's one of the things I like about Cardio Miracle. It's a comprehensive heart and health supplement with over 50 ingredients and antioxidants, including organic beets, carrots, coconut, pineapple, and raspberries, combined with the best amino acids, such as L-arginine, L-citrulline, and L-ornithine. These ingredients work together synergistically to promote and sustain the body's natural production of nitric oxide. Our body is amazing, and it's important to remember that it wants to be healthy. By giving it natural and bioavailable nutrients, it can keep all of our different systems in shape, and it will work in the background to achieve a better level of overall health while you go about living your life. So give it what it needs with Cardio Miracle. Find Cardio Miracle at CardioMiracle.com. That's CardioMiracle.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. myself oh my gosh i love that song and i've actually seen snoop dogg in person at uh at an observer event oh, that, right. that marie the that's right first the parade here uh-huh. on greenville avenue parade did you catch, uh, did you catch a contact high uh, of course i did 
my gosh. Cool oh my gosh. Yeah. Back when Marie used to work for the Observer, that's how we met, actually. Um, crazy times here in Dallas. So this is really a small town. It's so funny how many people know one another, you know, and it, it's just, it's a big town, but it's a small town. And, and I, I love being on radio in Dallas, Texas. I do. And if you're just now joining us, uh, welcome back. We are One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early and Rudy Karimi. He is a city of Dallas Park Board representative for District 14. We're talking about uh, city parks that they, uh, all the great offers that they have. They offer health and wellness programs for all ages. So Rudy, let's talk about it. How do the park programs support health and wellness in the communities that they serve? Oh, well, great question. You know, I've, I always scream it from the mountaintop. You know, parks are for the people. They are for our mental well-being. They are for our qualities of life. It's more than just, you know, just the obvious forms of active recreation, like, you know, jogging and playing basketball and pickleball nowadays is hotter than ever, right? It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's more than that. It's also that very precious passive recreation that we might take for granted. For example, just sitting on a bench and enjoying a place like Turtle Creek. It's where I go to just reset myself. That passive recreation is so critical for, for our well-being, as is getting out there and really burning some calories, you know. Absolutely. Uh, the fact of the matter is that no matter what type of recreation you're into, whether it be some of the active or some of the passive ones I just mentioned, these offerings are made to the public. They are available to you. They are accessible, and that's that's what brings our communities together right there. Mm-hmm. I love that. I really do. Like genuinely, when you said mental health, I have to tell you, you know, when, um, and you think about how right now, how many people are suffering from anxiety and are just, you know, it's so good for you to get out and walk in nature. And it is, a, it's, 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 it's just such a good thing. It really is. And, and yeah, I, I don't know what I'm even trying to, I just trying to repeat what you just said, basically. And Marie's sitting here shaking her head, but it is. Uh, it's passive recreation. It's good for your mental health, and parks are for the people. So when you go there, you know, when I went to XL Park to go to the Halloween event that they had, the doggy walk, were you there, Rudy? I missed it, that? unfortunately. You missed I'm it? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, there were so many people there, and you could tell they all knew one another, and there was a lot of people just saying hello, like old friends, kind of like, uh, you know, like they, like it was a neighborhood bar, except it's not. It's a park. <laughs> Well, it's bringing communities together. I mean, that's one of our mantras. And if you thought that was great, come on out in December. They're going to do a holiday in the park with with several trees, and you should check that out as well. I'd love to to see you there. Oh, yeah. No, I do. You know, Marie and I have been friends for several years now, and, yeah, I will be there. I was there last year, I think, and the year before. It's a great event. Uh, Tell us about it, Marie. What do they do? (laughs) Well, every year we uh, have – have neighbors and businesses in the area sponsor Christmas trees and they decorate them and then we'll have a contest the second Saturday in December and we give away prizes for the funniest tree or the most festive tree and uh, we really get some creative minds <laughs> <laughs> don't when you say Rudy Rudy's a judge so ah. he has the difficult <laughs> task of choosing the winners so it's all they're up all month long And through January. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Well, and you know, biking has become more popular in recent years for both health uh, and for the environment, right? So how important are the bike trails for a city like (laughs) Dallas, Rudy? And how do we find the trails in our area? They're very important. Okay. And I've just got to be really, really honest with you. So important. Our department's trails are literally some of the best in the country. 
And I'm a stroller pusher. I'm a dog walker. I'm also a cyclist, okay? And I can tell you that I'm enjoying a trail just about every day of the week, sometimes multiple times a day. So while these trails are, are, are such a high priority to our park users and our recreation department, you know, we have to remember that that's just one part of the micromobility and the connectivity our city has to offer and our city really needs. The other big part of this is some of the bike lanes and our public roads. You know, some of those really aren't up to snuff. You know, like we could do better in that area. You know, we could help push our transportation departments, and our public works department, our city leaders to really bring those bike lanes up to snuff. So now we've got a comprehensive network of bike trails under the park department and bike lanes, you know, in the in the transportation department to really connect our city and really let you get from point A to point B with it without having to play Frogger with cars, if you know what I mean. Oh, but where's As the fun in that? <laughs> well, it, it gets less fun over time, trust me. Uh, but as to you know how to find these trails, uh, my best answer is just ask a friend. I guarantee you everyone knows at least someone who can tell you where their favorite trail is, where their trailheads are, that they love to access, whether it be the Katy Trail, the Santa Fe Trail, the University Crossing Trail. And those are just trails in Council District 14. We've got a plethora across our city. Yeah, so just, Katy just Trail is one of the most... Yeah, I mean, the Katy Trail is one of the most popular in Dallas. Like, everybody knows the Katy Trail, right? Yes. I well, have a question, Katie though. Trail. Yes. Oh, Rudy, I don't understand how the bike lanes work in the city streets. Like, I don't know. Am I allowed to drive on them, or are, do you not drive well, on them when there's a bicyclist on it? Well, <laughs> you and I both, Marie. I'll tell you, <laughs> sometimes we do a really good job of, of protecting the bike lanes with these, uh, you know, these, like, kind of concrete barriers that really say, hey, stay out. You know, if you're a car, stay out of this area, right? And and, and sometimes it's a green curb. You'll see that around um, just, just south of the Katy Trail. And sometimes you just got to look for this old, worn-out, beat-up, painted bicycle on the road. And it's really hard to tell. And it's not exactly the safest place to cycle. Uh, so it's, it's, it's hard to tell. I mean, we've got to push our city leaders to do a better job for us. Mm-hmm. I love your exuberance. You yes. know, for health and oh. wellness. I really do, Rudy. I saw a picture of you in a wig from last night. I know. <laughs> Before we went live. Well, it yeah. was a Halloween party. I just wanted to read it. The, the to know. It was a Halloween party. I don't just Amen. No like judgment you, here. You should, see, you should see him at the holiday event. He dresses up for that as well. Uh, what is he dressing? Uh, uh, a Santa Claus? The Grinch. The Grinch. Oh, the Grinch. No, I remember you from Santa last Claus. year. I, I am the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, I, were you there last year? Because I remember yeah. seeing a Grinch last year. That was that you. Was oh, that was my me. gosh, that's funny. Well, so <laughs> let me ask you this. Uh, how do parks support health and wellness for seniors? So many seniors just get in the habit of being cooped up in the house. How, how, encourage them, if you will, to go out and, and go to the parks and support uh, their health and wellness. Yeah, so a lot of people, they think of parks, they think of playgrounds, and that's that's critical for our, our littles, right? But it's right. more than just our littles, okay? There's, we need to do a better job for activities for our teens, our preteens, and what you just said, our seniors. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure those offerings exist, whether it's, um, gosh, just off the top of my head, aquatic programming at some of our public pools geared towards senior citizens, our senior friends, or even best, even better than anything, dedicated senior centers within our rec centers. And we have a couple of these sprinkled through our, our, our city these dedicated senior centers in our rec centers, and they are gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And we're going to bring them to Exhal Park, hopefully in the next bond, so more of our senior friends can come out and, and just really just recreate. And that's uh-huh. what it's all about. Like I kept saying earlier, bringing communities together, young and old, everything in between. Yeah, and, I remember a Tai Chi class that was at the Exhal Park yeah, when I used to work out there. It's still there. there. Is and, it? Uh, senior memberships are free to this park, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Right, Rudy? 
they'll be free for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so nice. It is. Oh, my gosh. And talk about perfect timing. There's the music. Oh, that went by fast. (laughs) Yeah, it did go by fast. Rudy, thank you so much for the great job that you do. Uh, I really appreciate you jumping on the air with us today, too. It's been really great to know you. I'll look for you at the Christmas party. (laughs) Thank you. This was a lot of fun, Bernadette, Marie, and Jerry. This is the highlight of my week. You better believe it. (laughs) All right. All right. Thank you so much. As Rudy Karimi, you guys, check out DallasParks.org. That's DallasParks.org. And uh, Facebook at DallasParks.D. 14 that's for district 14 everyone we have to wrap this up it's wellness wednesday uh you know what you get one body you get one mind and you get one life make it a good one today have a great day hey. Woo. Woo.